Welcome to the Fit and Fueled podcast, your go-to source for all things fitness and nutrition. Here we explore topics and ideas to help you maximize your training, your nutrition, and optimize your health. I'm your host, Nikki Fit, a functional nutrition coach, a certified fitness expert, and a nationally ranked physique competitor. And I have helped hundreds of men and women just like yourself balance their hormones, find freedom with food, and truly create the physique of their dreams. Join us as we cover a wide range of topics such as the latest research in fat loss and training protocols, proper supplementation, healing the body through gut health and functional nutrition, debunking fitness and nutrition myths, and providing you actionable strategies to help you achieve your fitness and nutrition aspirations. So sit back and relax and get ready to expand your mind, challenge your assumptions, and discover something new. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fit and Fuel podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Fit and Fueled podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Fit, and I am so excited that you are tuning in today because today we are diving into a topic that may surprise you. Now, this topic is near and dear to my heart as a fitness professional over the past 17 years. I've been preaching to my clients, to my athletes, the importance of having lean muscle tissue. And now there's research that's going to take it even further than aesthetics. So, what we're going to talk about today is how building muscle can be a game changer in preventing and treating chronic diseases and why it is now being called the ultimate tool for creating longevity. Now, you may just think of muscle building as simply getting ripped or toned, but it goes beyond that. Studies show that regular strength training can have a profound impact on your overall health, your well-being, your mobility, and it's not just about looking good naked. Well, while that is a definite bonus and who doesn't want that, that's not what we are here to talk about today. Now, when you engage in regular resistance training exercises, it's not only strengthening your muscles, but it has a ripple effect throughout your entire body. It can help regulate your blood sugar levels, improve insulin sensitivity. It can reduce the risk of developing certain chronic diseases such as type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and even certain types of cancer. So let's keep going into this and let's discuss this a little bit further. I want to introduce you to Dr. Gabriella Lyons, or at least the name Dr. Gabriella Lyons. And she is a functional medicine practitioner. She's a board certified family medicine physician, and she is a pioneer in this space. She is the founder of the Institute for Muscle Centric Medicine, and she has spent her life career researching the link between obesity and the correlation that it has between the amount of skeletal muscle that an individual has. And one of her famous quotes is that we aren't over fat, we're just under muscled. And I'm going to read that again. We aren't over fat, we are just under muscled. And I love that. I love that. When I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, this makes complete sense. And I feel like it also can make complete sense to the novice person who's out there that's really trying to just change their life, maybe lose some weight, take back control of their health, whatever it might be. Now, coaches have been telling their athletes for years that the more muscle you have, the more calories you're going to burn every day at rest. And this is so true. And that is why having more muscle is going to help people that have possible obesity or weight problems. And I think that what's really cool in the whole concept of we aren't over fat, we're under muscled, is that it kind of switches the thought process of 
I'm over fat or I have body fat to lose. So therefore I need to restrict my food. I need to lose weight. It becomes kind of this negative context versus if it's something where we're under muscled and we need to build muscle and gain muscle to change and to become healthier. Well, I feel like that is a much more positive way to look at it. I feel like it's easier for people to go to the gym and focus on being stronger and focus on gaining gaining strength versus, oh my gosh, I can't eat this. Oh my gosh, I can't eat that. So I dig I said, I just really love that whole entire theory of we are not over fat, we're under muscled. And, you know, I'm going to go even further into that and kind of explaining why. So think about your muscles like a suitcase and your suitcase can be filled and it can be emptied. Now, what's filling your suitcase, you ask? Glucose or blood sugar. So too much glucose and too much elevated blood sugar, pretty much the same thing, can absolutely 100% lead to type 2 diabetes and that insulin resistance that you hear people talk about all the time. So it's very, very important that this glucose has somewhere to go. Well, it's got a really great and efficient place to go. It's the largest organ in your body, and that is your skeletal muscle. And when you strength train, that glucose that gets stored in your skeletal muscle is used for energy and for fuel, and then it is empty. And then as we consume more carbohydrates and more glucose, that belly of the muscle will fill back up with the glucose. So why is that beneficial? This emptying and filling is good because it gives somewhere for your body to utilize the glucose versus having elevated blood sugar levels and your body storing that glucose as fat, right? So can you see how that would be very beneficial if you can resistance train and really empty that suitcase on a weekly basis? And that way, when you do consume the glucose, the carbohydrates, whatever you want to consider it, it's all the same thing, that it fills back up and it doesn't get stored as body fat. I think that is just, just an amazing concept that I think if more people understood that they would gravitate towards that more of a resistance training lifestyle, if you will. Now, not only is building muscle empowering and it can completely change the shape of your body, It can also improve your bone density, which is crucial for preventing osteoporosis, which is a very common condition that most older adults experience as they age. And the other really cool thing about resistance training or building muscle, resisting training specifically right now is what I'm talking about, is that there's new research that shows when your muscles contract or when they fire, when you are doing resistance training, our bodies release myokines, which is a peptide or a protein that is secreted and released from the skeletal muscle. And it has now been proven that these myokines fight inflammation in our body. So not just acute inflammation, also chronic inflammation. So one of the things that you're gonna hear me talk about a lot on this show is chronic inflammation and how it leads to a whole host of other diseases and cascades of diseases and metabolic conditions and things like that. And inflammation is really caused by the foods we eat. It is caused by stress. Also environmental toxins. So those are kind of the big three caveats. And how do you reduce inflammation? By eating foods that reduce inflammation. We'll talk about that more a little bit later. And then also too, now this research is saying we can also battle inflammation by simply adding resistance training into our weekly schedule, releasing these myokines and let them go to work in lowering inflammation in our body. Now, the other big thing about chronic inflammation is it damages our DNA. 
And that's why it's so important to have it under control. It also has been linked to Alzheimer's disease and dementia, cancer, rheumatoid arthritis, asthma, type 2 diabetes as well. And that's what we were talking about earlier. You know, and going back to the rheumatoid arthritis, there's also scientific research that shows that these myokines being released can actually treat and prevent the arthritis. So arthritis is an inflammatory condition. And at one point in time, individuals were told, you know, don't really resistance train, don't really walk, you know, you have this arthritis in your shoulders and your elbows, whatever it might be. But now the research is saying the exact opposite. No, get out there and move. Now, it doesn't mean that this individual should be bench pressing 250 pounds, but there's nothing to say that that person can't do some bodyweight squats. They can walk around the neighborhood. They can lift light dumbbells for higher repetitions. I just want to recap really quick about everything I just discussed on how having more muscle and resistance training can treat chronic disease. So it helps with regulating your blood sugar, which helps prevent metabolic diseases like type 2 diabetes. It helps in preventing osteoporosis, which is pretty much your bones degenerating over time and becoming brittle and frail. You hear about people breaking hips and breaking femurs and stuff as they age. You know, this is osteoporosis. And then the myokines are being released when we resistance train and it's proven to lower chronic inflammation in our body. And chronic inflammation is directly linked to so many chronic diseases. And then also those myokines are going to help fight arthritis. I just think that is so, so, so amazing and such great, great information. But perhaps the most awe-inspiring benefit, in my opinion, to muscle building is the impact that it has on longevity. So having more skeletal muscle is directly linked to living a longer life or having a larger lifespan. So you, I guess you could say it's like the magic elixir, right? You know, it's, it's the, the key to, to living a long, full, healthy life. And you're not just building physical strength when you're resistant training, but you're also improving your body's overall function. It boosts your metabolism. It enhances brain function. And it can promote the quality of life as you age. So quality of life as we age. Let's break that down. So we all want to live a full, robust, long life. But how do you want to spend the later years of your life, right? Do you want to not be able to walk, not be able to drive, not be able to do some really basic things? So to me, quality of life is having autonomy later in life, being able to do for myself, being able to, like I said, go for a walk, play with my grandkids, walk the dog, whatever whatever it might be. So that is is a big, big portion of having lean muscle mass as we age and putting it on now and working towards that and letting that be our goal that we strive for because we want to have a long, full life, but we want to be able to enjoy it and enjoy it by our own rules. So I just gave you guys a bunch of information and now I'm gonna give you some actionable steps that you can take starting immediately to work towards maintaining and adding skeletal muscle to your frame. So number one is going to be start by eating enough high quality, exquisitely sourced animal protein. And when I say exquisitely sourced, what I mean by that is wild caught fish, pasture raised eggs, grass fed beef. So all really high quality animal sources of protein And the reason for that is, is we are what that animal ate. And that's another discussion for another episode, because what that animal ate, it matters. It goes into our systems, guys. We become that animal come becomes part of us. That material becomes part of us. And also animal protein has a complete amino acid profile. 
And we need this amino acid profile because it is the building blocks of our muscles, the building blocks of protein. And so the amount that you should be trying to get on a daily basis is one gram per pound of ideal body weight. Or if you're already at your current body weight, then you would just use your current body weight as that number. So number two is going to be incorporating resistance training three to four times a week. Now that is optimal or minimum to optimal, if you will. But if you are new and you're just getting into the world of resistance training, aim for two days a week, aim for one day day a week, just start. And you got a couple options on what you can do. One, you can join a gym, but I'm going to assume that people that are novices probably aren't going to be comfortable in joining the gym right out of the gate. So what I would suggest is going to Target or Walmart or Amazon or wherever your, you know, your used uh, played against sports type um, store and buying a couple pairs of dumbbells, get a pair of heavy dumbbells, get a pair of light dumbbells. Females, that's going to be maybe a five pound dumbbell and a 10 pound dumbbell. Males, I would say maybe an eight and a 12 or a 10 and a 15. So two sets of dumbbells and a mat. And the really cool thing is, is you can absolutely get amazing results and resistance train in the comfort of your own home. And the whole at-home training market has really, really blossomed ever since COVID especially. So I even filmed workout videos during COVID and you can go on YouTube to my channel or tons of other channels and watch and get full demonstrations and guided workouts, like I said, that you can do in the privacy of your own home. There's also apps, there's websites, there's so many resources that if you are new and do not know what to do, there is a way that you can get that guidance. Now, let's say that you are completely new, you're super intimidated even by picking up dumbbells, or you don't think you're physically there in a condition to be able to resistance train. You could absolutely use body weight exercises, squats, push-ups, crunches, or let's say you work at an office all day and you're like, Nikki, I do not have time to go to the gym. I do not have time to work out at my house. I am just maxed out at my time and my capacity every day. One, I would say, deep breath. Maybe we need to restructure part of your life and see where we can fit something else in. But two, what you could do is you could do this stuff at the office. Maybe every hour on the hour, you stand up and you do 10 squats, 10 jumping jacks, 10 lunges, 10 push-ups. And let's say you did that every hour on the hour, you're at work eight hours. That's 80 reps of each. That's a little aggressive. But do you see my point? It could be done really anywhere. Don't feel like you have to go to a gym. Once again, going to the gym, nothing wrong with that. But I'm just under the assumption that, you know, maybe you aren't comfortable doing that. So that was number two. Number three is to have good sleep hygiene. And the reason good sleep hygiene is important or getting good quality sleep is another way to say it is because your body goes into recovery and repair mode while you sleep. So we give our body the material it needs, the tool it needs to actually grow the tissue, which is going to be the protein that we eat. Then we're going to get the stimulus or the signaling and the breaking down of the muscle fibers, contracting of the muscle fibers to tell the body, hey, we need to build more lean tissue because we are going to break those down again. And then number three is we have that time to recover while we sleep. And really seven to eight hours is kind of the sweet spot. I know some people that can thrive on six. So it really is a personal preference. And um, when it comes to sleep hygiene, part of that is the atmosphere in which you sleep. Trying to sleep in a dark, cool room, cool sheets, um, light fitting clothing, just be as as comfortable as you possibly can while you sleep. 
So guys, whether you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s or beyond, it's never too early or too late to start building muscle. This is absolutely a long lifetime investment in your health, in your quality of life, especially the end of age. And there are so many countless, countless ways to do this. That is a wrap for today's episode of the Fit and Fueled podcast. I hope you're as excited as I am about the incredible impact that building muscle can have on preventing chronic, preventing and treating chronic disease and also giving you vibrant longevity vibrant longevity. That's what I want, especially as I age, you guys. And that's the name of the game. So thank you guys all so, so much for listening. Do not forget to subscribe so you can stay up to date on all the latest episodes when they're released. And then also to make sure that you share this episode with friends and family, especially if there's somebody in your world that needs to hear this information. You guys, I want to leave you with this. If you are new to the world of health and nutrition, or you're an experienced enthusiast, remember, Focus on feeding yourself wholesome, nutritious food, moving with a purpose, and give yourself time to relax, recover, and play. You guys, this is a marathon, not a sprint, a process, not an event. So give yourself lots of love, enjoy the journey, and you know, just continue to learn and grow in this field. And you guys, if you can stay patient and consistent, you absolutely can achieve optimal health. You guys, once again, thank you guys so much for joining me. I look forward to seeing you here next time. Mad love, sending positive vibes or energy out to you for your week, for your day. I'll catch you guys on the flip side.